This week's podcast brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash WDS to choose from over 85,000 titles for your iPod or MP3 player. Please. Hi, this is Alicia Wynn. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hey, this is Lindsay Lowen. Hi, this is Poppy from The Apprentice. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, I'm Holly Sorensen, creator of Make It or Break It. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom. Hi, this is Christina Chaw from Survivor One World. Hi, my name is Josie Loren. I play Kaylee Cruz. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner from this season's Apprentice. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hello, ich bin Nina Rausch und Sie hören sich gerade an. This is Alec Baldwin. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, this is Jenny Blatt from Love in the Wild. Hey, this is Chelsea Hobbs, and you're listening to two of my favorite blogger podcast guys um, on What Do They Said. Did you hear? 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 What do they say? You get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studios Southwest in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is a man who will be carrying a white fluffy dog in a pink carrier suitcase and isn't gay, your host... Hello, Bob Duvet, coming to you from Hell's Kitchen, New York City, in the city that never sleeps. Oh, see, I thought you were going to go to In the City, the Joe Walsh anthem from that uh, New York gang movie, The Warriors. On the wow, that's nice that you actually know that. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. That actually is one of my favorite Eagles songs. Oh, is that an Eagles song? I thought it was just Joe Walsh. No, he did it with the Eagles. It's also featured uh, at the very end of the movie The Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. You know why I chose The City That Never Sleeps? No. Tell me a long story about it so I can give this medicine to my dog. (laughs) Well, because yours truly, Bob Duvet, is once again battling insomnia. And last night was uh, a typical night for me over the last week. No sleepy sleepy for me. Oh, really? Did you, do you stay up all night or do you toss and turn and get occasional uh, catnaps? I think it's the toss and turn, um, move from the couch to the bed frequently, and also having these weird, almost like waking dreams, you know? Where you remember the next morning, you remember all the contents of your dreams, which tells me that I wasn't really sleeping. Yeah, well, if you had dreams, you went into REM sleep, which is the deepest type of sleep. So you probably were dropping down into REM sleep and then dropping back up again. Oftentimes when I have those evenings where I remember my dream all night, it's kind of one continuous dream that I drop in and out of, you know? Okay, okay. Kind of like an epic, multi-part miniseries. Yeah, yeah it's like binge-watching dreams. Oh, okay, okay. I'm a binge watcher. I've You're heard that if you, uh, I'm a binge watcher. If you, um, if you stay still, that will help you fall asleep because just the like don't act, toss and turn. Yeah, the act of tossing and turning actually stimulates the nerves in your spine, which then sends impulses up to your brain, which keeps you awake. 
So if you find Speaking a position, find, yeah. Oh man, does my back hurt? I went on an epic walk. I I don't know if you know this about me, Jace, but I I tend to fixate on certain things, and then that becomes my uh, you know my my grail that I I search for. I did not know that about you. Yeah, it's 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 usually articles of clothing or oh, a record yeah. album oh, or oh, some yeah. something. You know oh. what I mean? Uh, wow, this is entirely new news to me. No, well, we won't put it in the news. <laughs> no, I I've never noticed that Dance about you, me. Rob. Dance for me. <laughs> Dance for me, Rummy. So clothes, record albums, bands. Uh, well, now currently. The Holy Grail is a pair of Keds, um, canvas Ked shoes. They're in the Chukka boot form. They're black with a beige sole. And I ran – as most things, I run across these things, say I should buy those, mm-hmm. then don't, then regret, and then spend anywhere from you know a month to six months questing for them. And I, yes, I could get them online. I know that's what you were going to say. But it's not the same. I want to try them on. I want to make sure they fit. I want to see how they look. And so uh, here I go questing. So yesterday, or was it the day before? The day before or was yesterday? One of the two. I walked from my place on 54th and 9th, clear down to 34th and 6th where Macy's is, clear past that to where the Collusions, not a sponsor, makes fabulous falafel sandwiches. Had one of those. That's on 28th. And Lexington, and walked all the way back on hard concrete at a brisk pace. And I woke up today, and my back is just killing me. Uh, okay. So the answer to that question, maybe maybe we will throw it out to the audience. Does Rob's back hurt? Let us know. Send us an email at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Just search for What Duvay Said in your Facebook bar there. You can download this and subscribe on the iTunes store. We'd love for you to leave a review for us there that helps boost our morale. Yes. And Come our, on. Yeah. How hard can it be? Yeah, you can find show. us on the Stitcher Free. app uh, and uh, out in the UK. You can listen to us on Rogue Two podcasting. Perhaps you're really listening me. to us there. Uh, follow Rob on Twitter at Bob Duvet. Uh, yeah, or give us a phone call. That's nine 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 nine. Operators are standing by four one five nine three seven zero four four five. Four one five nine three seven zero four four five. Operators are standing by. Um, so just so I'm clear, later on you're going to be walking a big white dog with a pink suitcase, and you're obsessing on a shoes. A little white dog, please. Shoes. Late the dog. Obsessing on shoes. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, I, I even obsess because, uh, I don't know, I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow. And uh, so I was uh, looking to see if these particular shoes are available anywhere within a five-mile radius of where we're staying. Hmm. Okay. My wife will be like, why the hell are we looking for these shoes? You can't find them in New York City? Yeah, that seems that seems unusual. Why don't you unusual. just order them online? <laughs> Ah! <laughs> uh, What's going on with you, buddy? I'm obsessing on my new Wii. Ooh, you got a Wii? I did. I decided to splurge for my birthday and go on eBay. I got it online. Uh, and uh, I got it for about 150 bucks less than retail. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah. Is yeah. it the Wii where you can do the workout, too? Yeah, I don't have the workout game. It came with the Wii game that comes with it. You can box and golf and bowl, that uh-huh. game. 
but then I, I got obsessed with, uh, you know, the, the, the games that people love to play on We are the rock hero, rock band, guitar games. Oh, right? yes. There's that one. And then there's also a game called Epic Mickey, which I was interested in. Uh, just because I'm. Of course I'm a, you were. Does it involve Mickey Mouse? It does. Mickey Mouse goes through a, a quest. Um, I see a, a theme emerging right now early on in this uh, this hour of the What Do They Said show. Uh, homophobia? <laughs> Maybe on your end, brother. <laughs> Not mine. No, uh, Obsession. Yes, Obsession hmm, by questing. Calvin Klein. Yes, questing, obsessing. So I, I, I've been on the, the eBay ordering uh, games and that are inexpensive. I got the, the Epic Mickey that showed up. Uh, but it requires the nunchuck adapter, you know, the nunchuck, which um, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't get with my Wii, so then I had to go and order a nunchuck adapter, and then the Wii only came with one controller because that's what it does. So I had to get a second controller for those to play along with me, and then the the rock and guitar band games require you to buy guitars to play the games along with it. And I don't know if you know this, Rob, because uh, you pay attention to clothing and I don't pay attention to video games either. But you know the the rock band? There's a there's a Beatles rock band. That's the one I'm interested in. Okay, okay. Yeah, have you seen this before, the game? Or any sort of guitar uh, hero game? I've seen, I think, the guitar hero game, yes. Yeah, well, with the drum kit and the little guitar thing with buttons on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the rock band contu- c- contains a bass guitar and a, a, a something you sing in and uh, play drums. Does the Beatles one mock or mimic their uh, instruments? It does. It does. Um, it's got a big Beatles on the bass drum, and uh, the the bass guitar looks very McCartney esque. Um, but then, uh, Guitar Hero is just a guitar. But you sit and look at a screen, and there's it's as if you're traveling down the neck of a guitar, and little. Uh, little uh, colored lights pop up on each string, and then you're supposed to push the corresponding colored button on your guitar as it goes along, and then you're playing. Um, and I've seen I, uh, just about everybody I know has this game, um, e- either a Guitar Hero with the guitars or the Rock Band. And I went, well, I'll, I'll check out. I'll get Beatles Rock Band. Hell, that's one of them. It's been out for about four years now. How much? How much could it be? How much do you think it is, Rob? Oh, I feel like we're playing a game show. We have music for that? Yes! Okay, Rob, how much? Uh, and I'll give you, you can go under or over. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, fair enough. That's your criteria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> How no, much do you think, think it is? Give me a, no, I think you're going to give me a, a number to go. No, no, no. Over. I'm saying, I'm saying that whatever answer you give, if it's under <laughs> or over the price, you will win. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Um, Alex. Okay. Um. Uh. Can I? Can I phone a friend? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um. A friend I'm calling is Renfro. Okay. I'll let you make that phone call. I'll hang out here. Hello. Yes, Renfro. What can I do for you, Alex? No, no, I'm not calling you. Hello, Renfro? It's me, Renfro. I'm calling you. Renfro, uh, question. It's, uh, it's a Wii. It's a package Wii. Uh, Beatles band. Um, um, the, how much would you pay for that, Renfro? 
Computing. Oh, I'm sorry, your time is up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We'll let Renfro finish. $150, Alex. $150. Okay, so is that your say 150. Final, final answer? answer? Okay. Yes. You're right in that you're under the amount. Oh, okay. What yeah, do I win? Can't you win the satisfaction of a hug from Renfro? Ah, uh, nothing better than his steely grip around me. Mm, hug. <laughs> Warm embrace. <laughs> Not about 300 bucks for Beatles Rock Band. Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, I was looking on the online, and I, I found... That's, that's a discounted price? Well, that's just people like selling it on eBay or if you bought it retail. Uh, yeah, I mean, retail, it's a little more. But the thing is, you're not just buying the video game. You're buying all this equipment. You're actually buying these. You're really buying the experience, Jason. That's right. It's, it, you know, I could go see Paul McCartney live for 300 bucks, you know. But I couldn't play along with him. Um, and no. I'd be seeing a 70-year-old man. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I, you should get depends to sponsor his tour. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was 64, so I ordered the, the game itself. I was able to get the game, not all the, the, the guitars and things, but I got the game for three bucks on eBay. Um, but now mm -hmm. I have to buy the guitars and the drums and things like that, which that's where the money goes. God. Now they get you coming and going as yeah. uh, old folks used to say. Well, they get you coming and going. Yeah, something Paul McCartney might say. Things you know, Paul McCartney would... might say. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty gear. The gear that we're selling for my rock band. Yeah, yeah. But I got a knockoff guitar on Amazon for 10 bucks, so I think, I think I'm doing okay. I just can't believe how many things I'm buying to go along with this Wii, considering I you just got it a week ago. You should see if the Fab Faux has, a, uh, has a, a discounted version. <laughs> right. Yeah, I could play Rain Rock Band. <laughs> exactly, right? That would make sense. Yeah, I might as well. What the hell? Um, yeah, so that's my obsession. Uh, is there any news? <laughs> is there any up-to-the-date news? Any breaking news? Breaking news. Breaking news. Well, I don't know if you've been following this Lindsay Lohan dealy. I have not. You know Lindsay, friend of the show? Friend of the show, Lindsay Lohan. Here at the intro? Mm -hmm. Here at the intro? Mm-hmm. So she is supposed to, they, they, you know, the gauntlet has been thrown down at her. She has to check into a rehab facility today. 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 All right. And it's supposed to be in West Hampton, New York, which is uh, Long Island. Oh, and it's a 90-day lockdown facility. Although I think technically all rehab facilities, there's no such thing as a lockdown facility. I think that's when you graduate to a uh, like a psychiatric uh, hospital. Oh, is she not crazy institution? Oh my God, she's totally crazy institution. All she wants is a Pepsi, Rob. <laughs> you know, all she wants to smoke is apparently she wants. The rehab, she discovered in the 11th hour that the rehab facility she was supposed to check into, and this is all rumor and conjecture, which we know on the internet is as good as truth. Yeah, absolutely. Brought to you by Wikipedia, and that's a sponsor. 
Um, she wanted to smoke, and she found out this facility outlaws smoking, doesn't allow it. Can't do it. Uh-oh. And so she lost her mind, hopped on a plane last night, and went to a different rehab facility that was not approved by the prosecutors in the court, which is out there in uh, North uh, Newport Beach, California. So apparently you know, she kept it in on a coast and uh, went out there because they do allow smoking. Okay. So the, only the thing big I know hubbub about- now is will the judge throw her in the clink for 90 days in violation of her parole or will uh, those scheming lawyers – Get her out of trouble once again. Damn you, Lindsay! A violation of her probation, right? She's not on parole. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's her probation, yes. Okay. Isn't it the same thing? Oh, yeah. No. It's different. It's not. They both start Words with P. begin with a P. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so they, I, I'm willing to bet that she's not going to get thrown into jail and that she's going to be at this <sighs> place in Newport Beach. She will not be there for 90 days. She'll probably be there for a week. And uh, really all they're waiting for is for Lindsay Lohan to die young so she can be taught a lesson. And we can all talk about how great she was in The Parent Trap. Uh, She's not great, right? If that is what we're basing all this on, the fact that she was in The Parent Trap and Mean Girls and Herbie Herbie the Love Bug, that does not make her an actress of her generation. No, I believe what Lindsay Lohan's what the the fascination with Lindsay Lohan is and maybe I'm wrong but boobs yeah well there's that but yeah you know for time immemorial Rob uh the (laughs) child actress that grows up into a hot young thing is far more fascinating than just the hot thing that shows up there's there's a really a cultural fascination whether it's Annette Funicello or the Olsen twins, or... There you go. I, I like that. The Olsen twins, we're getting closer to this century. <laughs> well, really, but, though, but you, you may think that it's a recent phenomenon. You could say Britney Spears, or, uh, you know, any of these, any of these, or Alyssa Milano, right? The the young girls who... How about that dimple, Shirley Temple? Shirley Temple did not grow up hot. <laughs> hate, to, hate to burst your bubble. Um, uh, not that it, to be a, uh, a UN, uh, wasn't she a UN delegate or something? Oh yeah, you're right. That's hot. But I, I think, uh, you know, the, smart the chicks are hot, Jason. This is a shout out to all the smart chicks out there. Okay. She was competent as an actress and cute. And then like mm. the, um, poster for mean girls had this cute young Lindsay Lohan wearing a tight sweater sideways with her boobs sticking out. And everyone went, whoa, Lindsay Lohan, she's great. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think that's about well, it. Well, I mean, uh, well, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, right? To, to Elizabeth use something, a, a reference that you might get. Um, yeah. Was a child actor. Yeah. Who blossomed into a beautiful woman. Yeah, exactly. Now, she's somebody that I would give, you know, Creedence to she she was nominated for Academy Awards won one right for Butterfield eight yep yeah um, long career you know tumultuous um, fraught with drama and scandal but definitely worthy of the interest and the attention and the respect that one gives a actor a fine uh, you know can't talk can't think help help <laughs> lifeline phone a friend Renfro. Right, but she wasn't. She was. She was able to run around and booze up and be a nightmare, um, and yet still be classy, right? 
Lindsay Lohan is lacking class. And she doesn't have... She has never been married. That's her problem. She has never had a man to rein her in. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what all women need. <laughs> I was... Did I tell you that I ran into a neighbor of mine the walking her dog? I see her every so often. She's very friendly. And okay. uh, we got to talking and she... Uh, she said, "What did you did you have a good day?" And I said, "Well, I just finished editing our podcast." She's our podcast. Oh, I, I'd love to listen to it. I said, "Okay, it's called What Do They Say?" She said, "What's it about?" And I was thinking about our last episode. That's when I saw her just after we finished recording that, and how we were talking about women who had lost their looks and uh, mm. the dating I'd been on and stuff like that. And I said, "Well, it's uh, it's pretty misogynistic this week, actually." And I'm gonna sort of giggle. She's like, "Oh, okay." And then I saw her a couple days ago walking her dog, and she completely ignored me. <laughs> oh, oh my dear. god! I didn't think I listened back to that show, and I didn't think it was uh, that offensive. I don't think we were any more offensive than any other show we've ever done. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you. Well, I mean, do you? Did you find something in there that was uh, worthy of disdain? I think if you were a, she's, I think she's in her late twenties, if that. Mm. I think if you were a late twenties girl and ran across me, who I don't know how <laughs> old I look to late twenties girls, uh, and then 150. I probably look 150. And then if I tuned into the radio show and I heard this guy that I see, sort of mild mannered older guy losing his hair with his glasses and his dog, say, "Yeah, I'll throw a fuck into that girl." I think you might okay, that. Think, oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Think a little think a little less. I was got my headshots taken yesterday. I've I've uh, new ones? Yeah, new ones because I don't look anything like my old headshots and I never liked my my most recent set of headshots. I really did. Well, so now let's explain to the listener. Yeah. What uh you a working actor is looking for in a headshot? What what do you try to convey? What what do you want these headshots to say? Who is Jason? Right. Well, I want him to say, who is Jason? Uh, the last set of headshots I did were really... Okay. 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 In the past, you might have seen these before, that headshots were either just a celebrity's face in black and white. You go pick up your dry cleaning, and there's a Avery Schreiber up on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Give you a moment to <laughs> look up Avery. Avery Schreiber, you may remember from the Doritos commercials in the '80s. He had a big bushy mustache and and uh, and curly black hair, and he'd bite into the Doritos. Okay, okay. Maybe you don't remember Avery Schreiber from. He was in Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> no, you're losing me, man. Okay, <laughs> you're losing me in one half of listener. All right. Well, you and everybody else just needs to look at the artwork for this week. That's Avery Schreiber. Um, okay. There you go. Uh, or you would see like a, a an eight by ten picture with four little photos in it, and one of the photos was okay. dressed as a doctor, and the other is dressed as a farm hand, and the other one's like dressed like a nerd, and the other one's like dressed like a businessman. Have you have you seen these before? No. God Almighty, Rob! What is it with you and your clothes yeah, and your obsessions? <laughs> Now I'm checking for it. Okay, so go ahead. All right. Well, you, perhaps you can picture what I'm talking about. So th that's really old school blasé. Rarely do people get a headshot across their desk and go, ah, oh, perfect. I see he can do farmer. 
we'll call him in, you know. But <laughs> okay, okay. the last set of headshots I did, she was like, you got to go buy a doctor outfit. You got to go get a sports jersey. You got to go get this. And I'm like, uh, okay. Oh, really? They really wanted that? Well, th- they didn't want it, whoever this elusive they is. The woman who was shooting my pictures, the photographer, said that's oh. what I should bring. And she took a bunch of pictures like that. And it's so asinine. A picture of you in a sports jersey? (laughs) Yes, a picture of me in a sports jersey. Yeah. That's just stupid. I know. It's totally stupid. And what it, what it, what it ended up having was a bunch of pictures of me in clothing staring in contempt at the camera going, this is fucking stupid. Every single expression I'm Uh like, this Uh is fucking stupid. I am not a veterinarian. Nope. Yes. You're like, just, I can see it. I can, I can visualize and, and, and see you just right there being like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Right. Yeah. So people, uh, it, it just comes across in the headshot. Whatever I'm supposed to be, I'm pissed off doctor. I'm patronizing <laughs> sports guy. So I love it. Yeah. So my idea of a good headshot is something where I'm not wearing anything very distinctive. I mean, I, I have a couple different looks, but the idea is that I wear something kind of generic so that whatever okay. the person is, is looking for in an actor, they can just see my face and then uh, impose their own idea upon it. It's like, yeah, I could see him as a farmer. No one okay. can see me as a farmer. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm never Makes called sense. him to be a farmer. Um, so yeah, I, I'm on me. It's not like fucking Hee Haw still in production. <laughs> no, not, at, not, not that I'm aware of. It should be, though. Yes. <laughs> Rima! Yeah. Get Hee Haw in production! Did you ever watch Hee Haw? Did you ever get through I've watched, I've, I've come across it on a couple occasions. I think I get, it's on the CMT channel, the country music television. Yeah. And I immediately am stopped dead in my tracks and completely transfixed. I could never make it through Hee Haw. The only thing I liked about Hee Haw was when they'd show the cornfield and someone would pop up and say a corny joke and then pop corny back joke. Down yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, it gets me every time. Well, you know, the thing is, it's like there's the hairstyles, there's the celebration of being dumb. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the country smarts aspect of it. I never remember so the country did. smart. Maybe that's the part where I stopped paying attention when they were actually uh, featuring real country music stars singing songs and things like that. Well, I like that too because you know me. I like I like my country music. There's also the fact that Buck Owens was like on that show, and it, that trips me out because I respect him as an artist. And then I see him on this show, and I'm like, really? Yeah, but doesn't it's Minnie like- Pearl cancel him out? She know, but nothing says uh, you know country charm and country smarts. Like Minnie Pearl. Not even Roy Clark? Well, let's be honest. Ooh, Roy Clark is another one that was on that. I forgot about Roy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Well, perhaps no, uh, I will be in the new hee-haw. So anyway, so the... I, <laughs> the new hee-haw. All new hee-haw. <laughs> it's, I can't believe it's not come back. Someone's got to think that's a good I idea. I can't wait for that Facebook post when you say, come check me out on the new hee-haw. <laughs> Hee-haw the movie. Um, <laughs> I, there's a franchise in there. It's got name recognition. Exactly. We can, Somebody hasn't pitched that yet? Yeah, seriously. We can give it a new 21st century twist. Hee-haw for hipsters. You're sleeping, Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It's hee-haw meets Jersey Shore. <laughs> Jersey Shore could be the hee-haw of our generation. Mm. 
It could be. So but they pop out of the beach or something like that. <laughs> I saw a poor little monkey trying to put the cork back in. <laughs> um, that's a punchline for a joke. Let you, I'll let you okay. go look that up. Nothing Avery Schreiber would say. <laughs> Uh, so the headshots that I just took yesterday, the kid, and I say kid, he was, he was a young kid, uh, who took him yesterday. He said, uh, he was like giving me instructions and directions. And we got to a little talk about, uh, what we do when we run into celebrities, like if we get mm. starstruck or not. Um, and he said the only person he ever got starstruck about was, uh, Meryl Streep. He, he just called her Meryl. I saw Meryl in a car. Um, I love. I, I know people like that. That they they use the first name and then you go, excuse me, and like you know, like <laughs> Liv Shriver. Right. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know him? Yeah. I saw Avery the other day. Um, Avery. So uh, he was talking about that, and he was real excited that he saw Hannah Montana's roommate at a party once. He thought that was very exciting. Hannah Montana's roommate. It's come to that, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, I don't really get excited about celebrities. The I get kind of a, a giggle when I see old school celebrities, like people that I used to see on TV. I think that's kind of neat. I don't get starstruck, but I'm like, hey, right on. And I said, for example, I saw Ronnie Shell. Ooh. <laughs> I sat and had dinner at an event, and I sat next to Ronnie Shell. And he, was he like you and probably most people, went, who, who is Ronnie Shell? And I said, yeah, who is Ronnie Shell? I said, he was Gomer Pyle's roommate in Gomer Pyle. Oh, really? Yeah. And the guy, he like went, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that show. He had clearly. Don't know the room. I didn't know Gomer had a roommate. He didn't know Gomer Pyle. That's my point. He had no idea what the TV show Gomer Pyle was. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you not know Gomer Pyle? I don't know. I guess kids who are in their 20s now. You know, Gomer Pyle may as well be, I don't know, something that I don't know that happened 40 years before I was born. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, so anyway, my I, I showed up un with five days of unshaven on me, which is how I often look when I'm sent out for auditions, because they're like, you have to be on Disney today to be a principal. So, okay, well, I'm in Santa Monica, and I haven't shaved in five days, but sure, maybe I'll be that kind of principal. Um, yeah. Hipster principal. Yeah, exactly. So I did the, he's like, well, what's this look supposed to be? And I said, I don't know. It's supposed to be like dystopian, <laughs> uh, hunger games kind of, you know, revolution look. Like, okay, yeah, sure. So I did that and then I shaved and put on my glasses and I did, I look like Jason look, which is just as you see me now. Uh, uh -huh. and then I put a bunch of grease in my hair and slicked it back and I looked kind of like, slimy lawyer kind of thing that was those were my looks yeah young dad uh, uh lawyer in across the, the you know prosecuting lawyer in law and order dystopian <laughs> future and that's what i did everything that's hot today sure yeah uh anything in other news we're not through with you yet so uh -huh. this photo shoot uh-huh so you go on the photo shoot. You take a variety of pictures that you look disgruntled in. <laughs> your disgruntled photo, uh, your disgruntled headshots. Yes. So you're not – they're working for you, right? You hired this photographer. Why couldn't you say, actually, I think I, what I really want is this? 
well, that's what I did yesterday. I showed up and said, this is what I want. I, I want these mm-hmm. three looks. I want me with a bunch of hair on my face because I've never shaved, and this is a look of mine. And I think it's uh, – I mm-hmm. said it's, I, I'm looking for, like, Tracy Walter and Repo Man kind of look, and he, he did – Okay, I, yes. Yeah, he had no idea what I was talking about about that either. But, you know, kind of the the – I'm a, I'm a character actor. That's how I'm described. I'm not leading man, mm-hmm. right? So the character actor is always like the buddy or the wacky other guy, right? The mm-hmm. B story fella. So I got to show up looking like B story guy. And B story guy is Kramer. He's the record, you know, he's probably the okay. greatest kind of supporting character you can think of. He's just off and wacky and. Not and the guy that isn't the main, isn't the main stud who's banging you know Jessica Simpson or whoever Julia Louis Dreyfus Julia Louis Dreyfus yeah exactly not the main guy so I have to show up in my character actor look so that's like those are my character actor looks I, that's about the three that I'm willing to do I'm not going to be uh, a doctor or a sports guy right I'm not going to be Jim Belushi. I'm, be Jim Belushi? I'm not going to be Jim Belushi. What's wrong? What's wrong with Jim Belushi? Where do I begin? <laughs> uh, listener, okay. do you have a problem with Jim Belushi? Do we have anything related to in other news? Uh, yeah, a new segment. I like that. Related to something in other news. Yeah, not a new segment. <laughs> this is not a new segment. No. Hey, did you hear about that? Uh, Reese Witherspoon arrest a little while back? I heard a little bit about it. I, I feel like it got a little bit of bubble of scandal, but then it kind of went away, so I didn't. I wasn't able to really focus on it. Well, she apologized. Apparently she had one too many glasses of wine, and she pulled the celebrity card, you know? Like, do you know who I am? You're going to be on the cover of uh, National Magazines after this sort of thing. I see. Uh, to the cop who was pulling over... Her husband for you know a DUI ultimately, and which is no joke, celebrities. No DUIs, you can kill somebody. You can kill one of your precious fans, and that's one less ticket sale you'll have to your next fucking movie. Yeah, who do you think you are, Adrian Barbeau, being pulled over in the Cannonball Run? Exactly. And if that happens, then you should be wearing something spandex with a zipper. Absolutely. I've told you that I've been over to Adrian Barbeau's home, haven't I? You have. I love that. That's that. That to me is even though it's really you know it, it teeters on not of this century. Um, is is I definitely love that about you. Yeah, that you have a a tangible friendship with Adrian Barbeau. I did. No more than four months ago, I sent Adrian Barbeau an email asking if she would help out at this fundraiser my theater company was going. And uh, heard uh-huh. back from her. She was like, I'm in Texas. My son's having a soccer game. I'm sorry. Can't do it. But let me know next time. I'm like, I'd love that I can email Adrian Barbeau. That's great. Yeah. It's really good. Can you go through her underwear drawer? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I can. But uh, that would be certainly worth looking into. She is still a beautiful, beautiful woman. You know, she was in Argo. Yeah. Argo. Oh, she's in that movie? She was. Does she have a uh, a big part, or she doesn't have a big part, but she is somewhat featured in it in a in a fun kind of hey, there's Adrian Barbeau kind of way. You, did you not see the Argo? No, no, no. I, it's very rare that I see movies in general, and uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. I didn't have a, a big desire 
to see it. I went and saw Spring Break, y'all. I like that. Uh, right. Well, I was excited to see both Adrian Barbo and Argo and Jenny Augutter in uh, The Avengers. Those were my two excited, not from this century, excited to see them working and in cool roles kind of thing. You don't know who Jenny Augutter is. I can hear you. No idea. Yeah. Zero. She was the um, romantic hot lead in An American Werewolf in London and in Logan's Run. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah I kind of remember that. Oh, yeah. She's in um, Walkabout. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Your obsessions are maybe not shoes and clothes related, but they are definitely random celebrities of another era. Oh, yeah. Boy, you get Ronnie Shell, Adrian Barbeau, and Jenny Augutter in a room <laughs> together. Forget about it. Forget it. I know. Um, so uh, my question to you in relation to this uh, Reese Witherspoon pulling this celebrity card. Yeah. What do you think about that? Where does that rate – for you on the disgusting entitlement uh, spectrum? Uh, I think that's as disgusting and entitled as anybody who argues with police when they're pulled over. I mean, I, I've heard about people who get who talk their way out of parking tickets or speeding tickets with their funny jokes or whatever. Like, I, and I just don't believe it's ever going to happen. Um, for me, at least. I'm a, I am the most... Uh, uh, prejudiced against, maligned, uh, hated group in that I'm a a white male, mid, uh, you know, a white male. I'm a white male, man. So everybody hates me. He's a white male. Yeah. And he's living in a white world. I have to say, though, that that's totally a lie. I'm not <laughs> prejudiced and hated against. Every time I'm driving and I see a car pulled over, I, I will turn and look and it's always a black guy. Ninety uh, percent of the time, those are not stereotypes or false. False. You know what happened to me? Oddly enough, and kind of related. I think this is kind of strange. You, you were talking actually. We'll have to get to that because you had a random street encounter, which is much more interesting than mine. But uh, <laughs> yes, I'm walking the dog yesterday, and this uh, older black guy walks up to me and he says, "Hey, uh, young man, can I ask you a question?" I'm like, "Sure." You know, like, what's up? And he's like, do you feel that we live in a just country? <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, a just country? He's like, yeah. Do you feel like we live in a just country? And I'm like, <laughs> my un, uh, you know, hindered reaction was, fuck no. <laughs> he looked at me and he was like. I'm like, we live in a corrupt country. Just that would be like the last word I would consider. And he looked at me, he's like, all right, young man. All right. All right, brother. And he walked on. Nice. Well done. That's uh do you think he was on the on the on the angel dust, maybe? No, no, I think he uh probably was like looking at, you know, white guy walking white dog in a neighborhood that used to be pretty much predominantly black and he was Maybe just taking a, you know, getting a temperature reading. Okay. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Breaking news. Oh. Uh-uh. Push a button. <laughs> Push the button. Push the button. Um, yeah, this just in. The, the treatment facility that Lindsay Lohan checked into. I love how thorough and then unthorough lawyers are. Mm-hmm. Her lawyer was very thorough about presenting this argument as to why she shouldn't be thrown in the clink for violating her probation. Um, 
But this just in is that the treatment facility, Morningside Recovery in Newport Beach, has no license right now. The license was pulled recently. Oh, geez. So it's not technically not allowed to provide treatment of any kind. It can only provide a sober living environment. So methinks that Lindsay might be thrown back into the penal <laughs> system. Oh, yeah. Say that. Yeah. Isn't it, there's nothing hotter than the penal system. I know, especially for a little girl who grew boobies. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, I'll keep you uh, posted if anything changes in the next 15 minutes. Tell me about your random street encounter, Jason. I will, I although was, uh, I was just thinking that the telling. biggest loser in this story is that yes, Newport is facility. That's like, damn it! I can't believe... The biggest news story of the year is outing us as a non-sanctioned re- rehabilitation facility. We just lost a bunch of money. Right? No, totally. Yeah, you know, like uh, Louis Anderson is like, hey, what? I'm not staying here anymore. <laughs> Louis Anderson. Uh... I was walking my dog the other day, and... Um... It's not a competition, Jason. <laughs> I was walking my large tan dog the other day. And, Ooh, a masculine dog. Uh, yes, a masculine female dog. Uh, she's There's a, an apartment building right around the corner from me that has a, a little patch of dirt out front of it with plants attempting to grow out of it. It's not anybody's garden. It's not any landscaping. It's just dirt in front of an apartment building. Uh, loose dirt, for that matter. And she's sniffed and she squatted. And she, do you need to get that? And she peed a little pee, uh, and as I as she she finished, I looked up and there was a guy in a Mustang sitting there, and he was leaning out of his window, sort of a grizzled old fellow. He kind of looked like the guy who uh, works for American Choppers, that guy. Right, that guy. Okay. He didn't, yes. didn't have the he big. Was, wasn't he on Celebrity Apprentice? That dude. He was. Yeah. Reference? Yeah. Not quite as bulked up. Didn't have the big walrus mustache, and probably a little older, but still, he had that kind of look. To him, right? Yeah. And he goes, you going to pick that up? And I said, it's urine. And he says, yeah, well, <laughs> it's turned into a dog toilet there. You know, people just leave the shit there all the time. I said, well, th- this, is ju- this is just urine. And uh, whenever my dog goes to the bathroom, I just throw the bag under her as she squats and she goes on the bag. Mm. So I-, I never leave anything behind. And he looks at my T-shirt. I forgot to mention I was wearing a Woodsy Owl t-shirt. <laughs> said, okay. Give- not, not Woodsy the Owl. No, no. Woodsy Owl. It said, give a hoot, don't pollute, right on it. So obviously I understand the, the irony of my dog peeing, but that's not really litter, is it? I guess that's pol- pol- I don't think pee. No, it dissipates. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it waters the lawn. That's what it does. It gives water to that dirt, that soil there. Yes. So he looks at me shirt and he goes- Spring into an oak tree one day. Totally. For the mighty oak. It'll grow into a pea tree. He says, nice shirt, Smokey the Bear. I go, uh, no, no, it's Woodsy Owl. And he starts singing the Smokey, the Smokey the Bear song. Do you know that song? Uh, no, refresh my memory. He's going, with a ranger hat and shovel and a pair of dungarees. And I don't really know the verse to the Smokey the Bear song, so I, I kind of mumble along with him. You can find some sniffing at the breeze. And as if I do beware, everybody knows that he's a fire preventing bear. 
Smokey the Bear. Then I know this part. So we're singing together. He's sitting, his car is running out on the street. It's running. He's leaning out. He looks like the American chopper guy. Smokey <laughs> the Bear, Smokey the Bear, growling and a prowling. And I, you know, I've got my eyebrows up and I'm like, I'm really doing this. He can find a fire before it starts to flame. That's why we call him Smokey. That was how he got his name. And he goes, that's from the 30s. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it's Gene Autry. And he st- stares and then he kind of looks away. And he goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he goes, vested, my good man. I'm vested. <laughs> and he goes, that bear man, he was just up in a tree. <laughs> God, that's fucking great. So I, I go, that. I go, and I said to him, you know, it's just Smokey Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. That's just for the song. <laughs> right? Of course you did. You're, like, you're getting, you're, you're always pushing the envelope, aren't you? You're getting along well with the chopper guy. And you're like, yeah, I might as well correct him on his grammar. Right. Well, you wouldn't say, oh, you wouldn't say, hey, nice shirt, Bugs the Bunny. Hey, nice shirt, <laughs> Mickey the Mouse. Oh, Mickey the Mouse. And he goes, my name's Catfish. You're welcome anytime. And he gave me a little salute and drove off. So I waved. Oh, that's great. So you and Catfish now are buddies. Me and Catfish are tight. Uh, he's not, my dog's not going to go in his patch of grass in front of his rented apartment building. And uh, That's the least you can do, I think, with, for your new friend. Yeah, and he and I can bond over public service songs aimed at children from 70 years ago. 80 years ago. I think next time you go walk the dog, you should go out with like just like that sad Indian that sheds a single tear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Hopefully I can teach him the Woodsy Owl song. In the city or in the woods, we'll keep America looking good. Looking good! good. Yeah, see? That was my kid's choir voice. Nice. Nice. We know us a, a song that was uh, aimed at children. Oh, we do. Are you referring to from the hit Stage play crows. <laughs> I am. I am. Yes, I am. Right. Oh, God. What was that? How'd that one go? I forget now. Now you mentioned it instantly. I forgot it. Uh, it went, um, you can be somebody with a plan of your wait, own. Did we, wait, wait, <laughs> We had to have ripped that off from something else. Oh, yeah. It's from a, uh, it's from a, a PSA for NBC. Uh, I actually, you can find it on YouTube. It's got Kate Jackson and, uh, Paul Newman sings a little bit in it. You can be somebody. He sings, he sings terribly in it. Uh, I think Ed Asner's in it as well, but I might be confusing that with Riff. Be in yourself. So we totally ripped off that song and appropriated it into our play and then called it our own? Yeah, well, we ripped off the whole sketch. That's from, uh, a fractured, or an Aesop's (laughs) fable from, uh, Bullwinkle. But we wrote our own. We adapted it. We did adapt it. We the 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 phrase "limbo chick honey babe" I don't think was in the uh, in the no. the Bullwinkle original. And uh, the feather dusters stuff. No, no, no. Feather feather duster is from the original. Yeah. Oh God, I was I counted that as one of my my first writing, and I, it turns out I just ripped it off. Yeah, no, you just ripped it off. I don't think you actually saw it though. So it was I I had seen it and I had brought it and said we should do it. And then we wrote a script around it, but all the rest of it, a lot, the whole, it's the Upstart Crow. It's the story of Upstart Crow, which is a, a, a classic um, bookstore coffee shop. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a classic, classic Aesop fable. You've heard of okay. Upstart Crow before, yeah? 
Sure, sure. Who doesn't know Upstart Crow? <laughs> fuck Listener? Fuck you, Wolfie. The guy who took my pictures yesterday was named the Wolf. Reba! <laughs> Reba. Uh, yeah. It goes Get like that. Get Upstart Crow on the show! <laughs> Be in yourself. Be in yourself. Well, so we got about seven minutes of this, uh, this, this show left? Wait, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Did you watch Survivor? Oh, man, no. But you know what? I don't even know I'll get the chance to, so I'm just going to let you do spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, was it good? A, was it good? It was a good one. It wasn't a great one. It was good in that, well, first of all, there were two tribal councils. They, they were, Ooh, so two people went home? Two people went home. Um, wow. Is one of them Cochrane? Cochrane? Uh, no. Cochrane remained. Why? It's one of them, Reynald. Uh, well, do you want to know that? Or is that just by my saying that, has that given you an indication if one of them was Reynald or not? Uh, Reynald and Eddie went home. Uh, well, I will say that one of those two people went home. Reynald went home and Sherry went home. Uh, I will say that one of those two people came home. This is kind of like Mastermind. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Reynald went home and, God, who would, oh, the Andrea. Uh, one or both of those two people went home. Well, okay, so they both went home. Wow. Yeah, Andrea went home in a kind of a spectacular fashion. I'll just I'll just put it at like that. Andrea and the okay. first tribal council had one immunity, so she had immunity, and then okay, uh, she was given a clue in the first challenge, uh, for another hidden immunity idol. So she went, she okay. and the whole tribe went looking for the new immunity idol. Eric found it. And as soon as he picked it up, he went, hey, I got it. And he handed it to Andrea. So Why would he do that? Because he's a, a dumbass because he hands off immunity to blondes, just like he did with that gorgeous woman, Natalie, in his season. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, Natalie Bolton. Mm-hmm, yeah. Why would you do that? Can we get Natalie Bolton on the show? Rima! I follow Natalie Bolton on Triver, Trivi- uh, uh, Twitter, but she never she never says anything back to me. I was thinking about that last night when I was looking at how beautiful Brenda is on the show. I was like, she is truly a beautiful girl, right? Yeah. And I hang out like, and she seems friendly and she seems a little, you know, a little sensitive and she seems a little bit bright and she's good at challenges. And I'm like, Hey, Brenda would like me. No, no. Brenda would have absolutely nothing to do with me. She would, nah, she'd look at me and go, Gomer Pyle. What? I don't know what Gomer Pyle is. (laughs) Old man. The old man who doesn't even know what Coachella is. Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. She has immunity. She's got double immunity in the first tribal council. Double immunity? Yeah, she's got the necklace that she won from the challenge, and she's got the hidden immunity idol. So they vote Reynolds out. And then the next one, she's like, we got to get rid of Brenda. She decides that Brenda's the one that she wants to get rid of. And everyone else in her alliance was like, uh, she's pretty wow. tight with Eddie there, and uh, she's really a schemer. So we should get rid of her. Mm-hmm. So, but she's got hidden immunity, right? So there's that whole like, uh-huh. okay, I know what's going to happen. They're not going to, they're going to vote out Brenda, but they, they go through tribal council. Uh, Probst says, anyone got a hidden immunity? I'll play it now. Andrea doesn't play hidden immunity. Everyone voted for so her. arrogant. That's the height of arrogance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So she got voted out, but to, to her credit, like her second, her name came up second. She's like, what? <laughs> Which was great. And then she got voted out and she was like, wow, that was good. That was good playing, guys. Like, she was like, she was like, right, she gave the props to the people who voted her out. So, 
That's cool. That's cool. You know, you got to respect that. She was she was bested. Yeah. Outwitted. Outplayed. Yeah. And it gets it keeps Brenda for a couple more episodes, so that's exciting for me. And I do like that Cochran. Yeah. Yeah. I do like I'm rooting well, I'm truth be told I'm rooting for Cochran. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm rooting for Cochran. Doesn't look good for Cochran in the previews next week though, but we'll see. So, they, yeah, but they made it look that way in the previews last week. Right. So I don't know if they're if they're trying to You know how they do. I know how uh, they do. Yes. How if they stroke us. Uh, so that was our news segment, our phrased out segment, our another news segment, our, our all our other segments. We used to have other segments, didn't we? Have another segment other than the phrased out? Yeah, segment? we did. Yeah, I got to re-listen to the old shows and f- figure out what the hell we were doing then. Oh, the we, Snark Tank. That somewhere. was it. We had the Snark Tank. We we haven't done the Snark Tank in a while. We're gonna. It's happening. It's all happening. We're revamping. We're doing a lot of changing over here at WDS. Right. So my understanding is that you're going to Atlanta. Hail Atlanta. Uh, I am. I'm leaving. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. In fact, uh, my my vacation actually started yesterday because I was off yesterday. I worked my Tuesday night, you know, uh, nine in the evening until four in the morning shift, and it was actually busy, which is refreshing because a lot of times those shifts aren't very busy. Mm-hmm. And so I made decent money, and I had people in the bar to keep me awake until about three, and then I watched um, Happy Days and Mork and Mork and Mindy. Did you? As I cleaned up the bar and got out of there. You know that I went on a date with a girl once, and she I asked what she did, and she said that her dad wrote for Mork and Mindy. And I went, well, that's oh, funny. that would have been a hell of a... Wow. And she went, yeah, I was actually on one episode of Mork and Mindy. And I went, wow, okay. And it just so happened that, like, that week, I had rented a a disc of Mork and Mindy. Because there was one. Of course, you did. Well, there was what I had a free month of Netflix, and I don't know. I, I had run out of things to rent, so I, was, I remembered that there was one episode of Mark and Mindy, well, two episodes of Mark and Mindy that I remember. The one with Raquel Welch, which I remember. But there was another one that I remember where they kind of put on a little talent show, um, and I went, oh, I'd be interested to see that one. So I, I had that disc in my possession, and I watched that episode, and that was the one she was in. I saw her as a little girl sitting in that Mark and Mindy episode. Funny. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. It well, might be. It's related, related. Anyway, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that. Um, you what? It was your late night. You're leaving for Atlanta. Yes, yes. Last so time, last night I was on vacation. My, my wife is sadly not yet on board with the vacation because she still had one one day of work to go, and she's slammed at work. And I'm like, come on, right now, we're on vacation. And she's like, I hate you. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Everybody loves happy days. Come on. <laughs> so. Uh, now, today, a bunch of chores, got to pack and all that stuff, but we're going tonight to a, a friend's, uh, art opening. Yeah, he's a photographer, so he has, uh, I think he takes racy pictures, too. God almighty, uh, don't you, do you do that every week? Well, I try. I try to go to one art, uh, art opening a week. <laughs> God almighty. So yeah, that's out in Park Slope in Brooklyn, so we're gonna do that, and then tomorrow we leave for Atlanta, and the only bad thing, Jace, is, yeah. it's an outdoor festival on Saturday and Sunday. All day. Mm. And, of course, they're predicting rain and thunderstorms on both days. It's like a 70% chance now. So chances are we're going to get wet. I think the the, the wife's going to go look and try and find some ponchos. And it's funny. I'm like, well, why don't we get the ponchos when we get to Atlanta? She's like, I don't know if Atlanta has ponchos. I know New York (laughs) City has everything. And I'm like, all right, can't argue with that logic. Well, can't you get the ponchos that are like – the vacuum compressed in the little bag that you can just throw in your pocket. That's what she's looking for. She's going to go get the 
the ponchos in a bag and we're going to throw them in there. Yeah. Which makes sense. We're going to want ponchos, I have a feeling. (laughs) I never say that. Those are sentences I've never said before. (laughs) We're going to want ponchos. (laughs) Poncho Sanza. Wow, it's going to be cold. I'm looking at the the weather. It's going to be 61 degrees and rainy. Festival day. Oof. Oof. So, but it'll be fun. Great music, great bands. Really looking forward to seeing Atlanta. We got some uh, food to eat. We're gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go hit the thrift stores. Maybe I'll find a cool little jacket or that elusive pair of kids. What about yeah. you, Jace? What do you got going on this weekend? Well, I'm Are not you going gonna to do... Atlanta. I am not. I'm not looking for shoes. I'm waiting for my uh, my eBay purchases to show up so I can spend the weekend with my nunchuck and my Wii controller. Um, okay. Okay. I got a date tonight. Got sort of a random thing happened for me a couple days ago. I think. I think Rob, I was hit up for a booty call a couple days ago. Ooh, by whom? Well, there's this girl that code I code name. Uh, her code name is Jan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jan. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I was thinking about Jan the other day. You know, Jan in the last six episodes of the last season of the Brady Bunch is hotter than Marsha. I'm just gonna say that. Oh, really? Yeah. I can see that. I can yeah. definitely see that. Oh yeah, there, there's there was a, a just one magical period at the very end of the Brady Bunch where Jan was the last three seasons. No, not the last three seasons. The very last season, like the last six or seven episodes of that season, maybe all season, but really near the end there, Jan really came into her own. Really? Okay. Yeah. So if you're at home at four o'clock at night and there's one of your channels is showing the Brady Bunch, hope that it's the last season of the Brady Bunch. And uh, okay, well, I, I like our chances. The way we say things, they tend to just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Late episode Jan. Late series Jan is a looker. Um, All right. So, but my Jan is someone that I met online back like last September or so. We went out for a couple dates, and then I never heard from her again. Um, okay. so then I was in that relationship with the girl I was dating for a while that didn't pan out. Um, so once that was over, I went back onto the same online website and I saw that Jan was still there. So I sent her an email saying, well, it didn't work out. And she was like, yeah, hey, let's go out again. We went out a couple times. Exact same thing happened. We went out a couple times. I never heard from her again. Like I, I wrote to her and I'm like, Hey, we want to do something again. We want to do that. Never heard from her. That was about a month ago or a month and a half ago. So strange, these women. I know. So two nights ago, I get a text from her. What's up? It just says, what's up? Okay. What's up? Yeah. So I I like that. I wrote, (laughs) I'm walking my dog. Okay. Because, you know, whatever. And she says, we bantered back and forth a little bit. And she says, let's hang out soon. And I go, okay, sure. What's your schedule at? She writes, tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. I said, I said, I can't, I can't tomorrow, you know, cause I was busy playing poker last night with the guys. I couldn't, couldn't yeah, last yeah. night. And so I wrote back Thursday or Saturday. She says Thursday. I say, okay. Uh, what wow. do you want? I like the way you're reading into her reply too. Right. Well, and then I say, shall we dine? And she writes back, dine and more. <laughs> what? So I say, okay. Uh, why don't I come pick you up? Because that sounds like a good way to lead to more. If I pick her up, that one I can I can drop her off and she can invite me in for more. Um, Absolutely. And How I about can that more. Right. You promised. Yeah. Exactly. Is it time for me to throw a fuck into you? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Right. So I, I, she says, where are we going for dinner? And I said, I don't know. You know, where do you live? And I'll find, I'll find a place near you. No, I hear nothing back. 
Last night I get a message from her saying, "Hey, why don't I just meet you somewhere?" I think I think I missed my opportunity, right? I think that's what's happened. Really? Yeah, I think so she was like, "You should have said, how about now? Yes, let's do this." Yeah, exactly. What? How about now? Right? Uh, mm-hmm. So now I'm meeting her somewhere tonight, and we're gonna have dinner, and I think it's gonna be the same old thing as before. It's just gonna. I don't think we're going to have more. We're just going to dine. I'm going to plunk down 70 bucks on her that I could have spent on Beatles rock I would rock not band. let her off the hook. I would not let her off the hook, Jace. I'd be like, so uh, what was up with all that, uh, you know, innuendo? Yeah. What is up with you? I'm out on this shit. Yeah. I'm out on this shit. I know. A month and a half later asking me what's up. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? More. I'm curious. What, what, what did you have in mind when you were saying that? What was your intention, lady? Right, because right now the hair on my back of my neck is up because I'm pissed, right? Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You, you I'm pre-pissed. Well, yeah, I'm pre-pissed. Might as well take my headshots right now. Yeah. <laughs> when you do your best work. Yeah, exactly. So that's about it. I'm uh, The other thing is I've I've been doing sound design for this play that opens this weekend. And as always, uh, this has been rehearsing for a month and a half. And for some reason, every director talks to their set designer and the set designer gets to build things for a month and a half so it's all done at the beginning and the lighting designer gets to sit in and build the light plot and do all the light things and the sound designer is like two days before they're like well here i'm thinking of all these things i'd like to do i'm like well fuck okay well i can't do that by tomorrow (laughs) just so you know takes a lot of time it actually takes time to do things and i know you're just thinking of it now and you just think oh why don't you just play i found these songs can you play these Okay, well, no, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta build a sound plot. Gotta build a design. That's how it works? That's how it works. So you do you, I'll do me. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'll probably just be playing Epic Mickey this weekend because I've, I gotta do that. I, I mean, how can I do sound design when I've got Epic Mickey to play? I got my nunchuck. Yeah, man, have nunchucks, we'll travel. That's what I say. Have nunchuck, we'll travel, and the something else, on something. Oh, well, unfortunately, I think I need to get get the step in because I got to shave. I haven't shaved in like a couple of weeks, which means it's more of an epic process now. I had to like shave it down to a reasonable length to shave it again. You know what I'm saying? Where you get the electric razor and you shave it down. I kind of want to play that Wii game, Epic Shaving. Epic (laughs) Shaving. (laughs) <laughs> Be your Rob. You're gonna need to get the epic shaving attachment. <laughs> exactly, Rob the shaver. Uh, well, uh, have a have a good. I hope you have a good date. Thank you. I'll have a good date, and uh, you have a good time in Atlanta. Hail Atlanta! I keep saying that. I'm um, gonna hail it. Okay. Hail, hail all, you know, cabs are expensive. Speaking of hailing in Atlanta, do you realize you have to in Atlanta if you hail a cab? You're like in New York, right? You hail a cab, and there's that charge, two fifty, right, just to get in the cab. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, it's the two fifty charge plus an additional charge for every person that gets in the cab with you. Ah, oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah, you might as well take two cabs. Yeah, right. Like I'll meet you there. I'll do that with Hallie. I'll get in the cab and be like, "Hey, get another one. I'll meet you there." <laughs> Fuck these guys. Yeah. All right. Well, perhaps we'll hear all about it. Next week. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> I really want to know what do they say. Yeah, who really needs the, the actual ending song? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, is there anything else? Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I think I'm 
I'm done, sir. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Thanks, listener. Um, we might do a show next week if Rob's done this, uh, shaving by then. And if I can tear myself away from the Wii. Uh, and uh, that's all. We'll see you all next time. Can you tell me what the day said? Did you hear what the day said? Can you hear what the day said? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program. Yourself. Be yourself. Hail Atlanta.